0: episode 1 technology surrounds us alone tv show hello everyone my name is mark from vancouver canada and i'll be your new english teacher i have started this podcast to provide content for intermediate level english students there are a couple of reasons why i decided to start this podcast the first reason is because there is much less intermediate level content on the internet compared to beginner and advanced The second reason is because most content is formal and focuses on grammar and rules. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about fun and interesting topics that will help you stay engaged. I will use words and phrases that can be understood easily, but I will also use some more difficult phrases and words here and there. Ones that you can add to your vocabulary after seeing them used in context. I will make sure that the English I use is easy enough to understand so you do not feel frustrated. I will also post the transcript of each episode so that you can read along. You can find this transcript on my website at checkmarkenglish.com. You can also listen to the podcast entirely, then read the transcript after. I find that this is a great way to help your learning and reading comprehension. Lastly, I will highlight the words I think you may not understand and add them to a list at the bottom of the transcript for you to review. I am excited to start this new project, and I hope that it will be enjoyable and beneficial to you. We will now begin today's topic. Technology surrounds us. 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. We are so used to the comforts we have and sometimes forget how different things were in the past. For example, nowadays, if you wanted to go to a new restaurant, you would simply enter the address into the GPS and follow the directions until you were there not even 20 years ago you would have to bring out a physical map and locate the roads and turns you had to take to get to the restaurant also if you were to get lost today you would turn on the gps on your phone and find where you need to go however back then you would have to bring out a paper map and try to find where you are and the way you need to go or you would have to ask somebody to help you in many ways humans were more resourceful when we didn't have access to technology. Growing up, my dad would always bring out his physical map and write down the directions whenever we went somewhere new. It's nostalgic to see that even to this day, he has an old physical map that he looks at. He will sometimes say to me, it isn't good to always rely on the GPS. What if the internet is down or your phone battery dies? What will you do? I would then quickly tell him that, I would find a store to charge my phone and then go back on the road when I have charged my battery enough. Looking back on it now, I see his point. It's important to be able to problem solve and not rely on your phone or the internet all the time. Do you remember the last time when the Wi-Fi was down and you had no internet? Did you feel anxious and lost? I know I did. Because of that, and because my fiance would bother me about being on my phone all the time, I try to use it less. I try to go outside and exercise as much as I can because I know that in my day-to-day life I'm using my phone and computer often. One of the things we take for granted is how easily we can get food. We simply go to the grocery store and have access to countless options from all over the world. We usually don't think about how the food was processed, packaged, transported and then put on the shelves for us to purchase. What if we didn't have access to a grocery store or restaurants? Would we be able to find food? This brings me to the TV show alone. I started watching this TV show with my fiance about two years ago. The show takes 10 competitors and puts them in a remote area surrounded by nature. The idea of the show is to see who can survive or stay alive the longest using a handful of tools such as a knife, axe, fishing wire, sleeping bag, etc. The competitors are completely alone and must record themselves with a camera. There is no camera crew following them. It's extremely refreshing because it takes you away from the world of technology and shows you primitive skills and techniques that we humans have used for thousands of years. To simply eat a fish you must first catch it, then quickly kill it so that it doesn't suffer. Then you must process it. This means to remove the guts, take the scales off, and then cook it over a fire that you have to make yourself. The guts are the inside of an animal, like the stomach or the intestines. The scales are the little circles on the skin of a fish that you can't eat. The competitors find water and then boil it to kill any bacteria so that the water is safe to drink. There are times that they're so hungry that they eat anything they can get their hands on. Some of the things include mice, slugs, squirrels, porcupines, snakes, and other things we may find gross to think about eating. They also do not have a shelter, which is a place to sleep and live that protects you from the wind, cold, and rain. They have to make one out of wood using the few tools that they were able to bring. In the first season, the winner, who was the last person remaining, stayed out in the wilderness for 56 days. He ate fish, snails and seaweed to outlast the rest of the competitors. The prize for winning was 500,000 US dollars. When each competitor has had enough, they would press a button on a satellite phone to call the rescue team. They come and take you out of the area either by boat or by helicopter. This means that you give up and lose. Competitors quit for a number of different reasons. Hunger, boredom, missing their families, fear of dangerous animals, and getting hurt are the most common. The people chosen for the show are experts in survival and primitive living skills, and even for these experts, some of them cannot be out there for more than a few days. After watching the show, it really makes my fiancé and I appreciate the luxuries we have. We also get this feeling of going out into nature for a hike, or a walk, to get away from technology for a while. For Christmas, my fiancé gave me a few tools such as an axe, ferro rod, and knife so that we can use them when we go out into the woods. For those who don't know what a ferro rod is, don't worry, I had no idea either until I watched the show. A ferro rod is a metal rod that is coated with a material that is combustible when you strike it with a knife it creates sparks that you can use to make a fire. This is what the competitors on the show used to get a fire going. They were not allowed to bring a lighter. Some of the competitors decided not to bring a ferro rod because they didn't think they needed it. Those who made that decision would make a friction fire. This is where you spin a rod of wood on top of another piece of wood, creating friction and heat, and eventually that friction creates a red hot coal. I will put a link to a video showing how it is done in the transcript of this episode. But it turns out that this was a big mistake to not bring a ferro rod because often the wood that you find is too wet and requires too much energy to get the fire going. Whereas with a ferro rod, it is a lot easier and takes much less energy to start the fire. This is important because after a few days of not finding food, they have very little energy. I'm excited to use these tools that my fiance gave me. They will be fun to use when we go camping or hiking. We live in Vancouver, Canada, and so we are waiting for the weather to be a little bit warmer and less wet. One thing that I found very interesting is that all of the competitors said they felt a deep connection with nature, like something spiritual. In my opinion, this is something that is missing for most of us, especially people who live in big cities. I encourage you all, to think about how much you use and rely on technology, and maybe spend some time without looking at your phone, maybe going for a walk and leaving your phone at home. Well, that's the end of the first episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned some new words. Remember that you can read the full transcript at checkmarkenglish.com. I also put a list of vocabulary words at the bottom of this transcript. If you did enjoy this video, please leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. Thanks for spending this time with me and see you in the next episode.